Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action-packed, bougie-based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level lux life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast with your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level lux life. Welcome back to another Friday Quickie. And as you may know, our Friday Quickies are a what would Michaela do type episode. So I always each week have an Instagram reel where you can comment your questions and submit them to be answered on the podcast. If you don't follow me over on Instagram, go find me at the Michaela J. It's always linked in the show notes. So you can submit questions to hopefully get answered on the podcast. So that's what we're diving into today. I want to do a quick reminder that the doors are open for Conscious Creator. This is my spiritual business building program. The doors are closing in three days. So I just want to pop on here and give you a little reminder that if you are ready to launch a business that has some energetic oomph to it, this is going to be the spot for you. Because not only are we going to nail down the people you're going to help, how are you going to help them? How are you going to reach them with your content, marketing, launches, how to launch and sell in a way that's fun for you. But also you're going through like basically a spiritual awakening 2.0 because we build businesses inside this program using the spiritual dimensions of consciousness because at each level you heighten your intuition and your intuition will always be your lifeline in business telling you where to go and what direction with what to do. So think you're getting a spiritual ascension, you're getting business building, you're getting coaching from me and a group of really cool spiritual girlies. And if that's something that's interested, interesting to you, the door is closed in three days. So you can message me on Instagram if you have questions or the link is in the show notes. But let's jump into our question today. This girl submitted, how do you distance yourself from people who you are no longer aligned with? Would you stay friends with somebody who doesn't have anything going for them or trying to make their life better? How do you meet like-minded individuals and how do you deal with people who don't respect your boundaries? So this is going to be a great little quickie episode on outgrowing people, finding your new spiritual BFFs setting boundaries, and how do we start to distance ourselves from relationships that don't serve you? This can feel really, really hard and isolating when you are truly focusing on elevating every aspect of your life, every aspect of yourself. You're focusing on manifesting. Some people are going to grow with you and other people are going to stay stagnant. And that's tough because when we outgrow people, we love them so much. We want everybody to come on this journey with us. But that's the thing everyone's going to go on their journey in their right divine time. And I've said this before in past episodes, but if somebody had told me about mindset and about manifesting, like when I was in high school, when I was super negative, I would have basically told them to fuck off. I'd have been like, yeah, right. Like I'm supposed to think positive and things are going to be better. Nice try. I was so in victimhood mode at the time. I wouldn't have been able to see that. And the people around you might be the same way. And the hard Another hard part of this is that like sometimes those stagnant people, they come around and they do catch up, but you can't sit there and slow down your growth and wait and wait and wait just because the people around you aren't ready to make those leaps for themselves. At the end of the day, you have to do what's in alignment for you, what's best for you to continue to grow. I always say we have two purposes when we come to earth. One is our innate 
unique purpose that each of us has that's all different based off of who you are. And our other purpose is to grow and expand as a soul. Because as we grow and expand, the universe grows and expands and the more miracles that we can create within our energy. So it's literally your job and one of your purposes to keep growing. We can't let anyone or anything stop that. And when I think about what's holding me back from like my current what's holding me back from like my current goals or what's holding me back from my next up level. What's in the way of that? We need to reevaluate this often. And you can literally write that down on a piece of paper. What do I feel is holding me back from my next level? Everything that comes up should be eliminated or rearranged. Maybe something that's stopping you from your next level is you're not sleeping very well. Okay, great. Easy fix. Get yourself some magnesium. You guys know I like rave and rave and rave about magnesium. It's always linked in the show notes, my favorite one. So you can sleep better. Boom. Problem averted, right? If you're in a relationship with somebody who brings you down, who doesn't let you be your fullest self, if you're in a relationship with somebody that you feel nervous around all the time, I'm sorry, babe, that's got to go, you know? We outgrow people. We outgrow certain habits. If the way you're eating doesn't give you enough energy to sustain you going after these goals, that has to change. This is the same with people in your life too. Let's talk about the practicalities of this. When I started on my spiritual journey and kind of noticed which friends of mine were focusing on growth, that were going to be taking on this positive mindset with me, and when I noticed those that weren't, I had to make some tough choices. And this is what I did to kind of set those boundaries and start to distance myself from people that were no longer serving me. When they were having, I basically made a list of the things that I no longer wanted to entertain, right? It's that same idea that I just told you of what's in the way. What was in the way of my happiness was gossiping about other people, was being negative, was complaining, was the news, like having like just negative stories around me. So I made a list of all of the things that I decided I was going to stop engaging with. And when I was with certain people, if they were to start talking about the news or if they were like gossiping about somebody we went to high school with, right, I simply would just sit there in silence and I wouldn't really engage. And the second that I had a moment to kind of like pipe up in the conversation, I would divert the conversation every single time. And what happens when you do this is that it starts to kind of train the people around you to not talk to you about those things because you're not engaging with it. So if somebody's not engaging with a certain conversation you're having, you're not going to continue having it. It's just kind of uncomfortable and awkward. So this, again, like I said, trains people to stop bringing those things up around you because it's like they, it makes them feel silly, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to gossip about this girl. And then you're just going to sit there like this is super awkward. Exactly. It should be awkward because it's not a habit you want to be in. Okay. So I would just stop engaging in those conversations. And I have like the perfect example of this and why I keep talking about gossip is because that was a big experience I had. I remember coming back from study abroad, which is when I had my spiritual awakening and being in the car with two of my college best friends. And we were going to a party. And this is the first time the three of us got to hang out since I had been back in the States. We were driving and they were kind of gossiping about this girl we knew. And I don't even remember what they were saying, but I was just sitting in the backseat, dead silent. And then we were on our way to the party and we found out the party got shut down. So then we found a different place to go. And when we found another place, we couldn't find parking. And of course, my friends, these friends at the time were complaining about 
the parties and, and the people and the parking. And I didn't want to engage with complaining either or being negative. And, you know, whenever I'd pipe up, I'd be like, don't worry, you guys, we're going to find the perfect parking spot. There's a reason why we weren't meant to be at that party. You know, that person you didn't want to see, maybe they were there. Now we won't see them. You know, I'm kind of redirecting their thoughts in the conversation other than just being dead silent. And after that, one of my friends pretty quickly stopped talking to me because I was completely different. And she decided to no longer engage with me in that way. And that was okay because I wasn't going to engage in those types of conversations. And if people don't pick that up, let's say, because not everybody is going to get it right away and see that you don't want to have these conversations, you can tell people you're not interested in hearing about that. I tell people that come into my life often, like, I don't want to hear about what's going on in the news. I don't want to watch the news. That's something that my husband knows very well. Like, don't turn the news on. Don't watch like a YouTube video of the news around me. That's just not something that I want to have in my home. And I've even had to set boundaries with family members before where we would get on the phone and they're just complaining about all of these things. And I would have to say like, listen, I am happy that I can hold space for you. And I'm happy that you're figuring out what you're feeling about this job you're unhappy with or this relationship or whatever. It's like, but if we're just going to sit here and keep complaining, that's not being proactive about changing our circumstances. And I'm more interested in the solution rather than the problem. And all in all, to stop engaging with these conversations, rerouting the conversation, setting these boundaries, there are scary things to do, right? Because you're acting different. It's awkward when you're not engaging. I have said positive things to my friends where I like turn it around. I look for, you know, like a half cup full situation. And then they'll be like, oh my God, Michaela, like just stop, you know, and you get shut down. You have to have one thick skin and you have to have a lot of confidence in the person you are and what you believe in. Anytime I was turning around a negative situation into a positive and explaining that to my friends, helping them feel better, and they shut me down, I don't let that mean something about myself. I know that I can see the positive in the situation, and if they can't, then they can't. And after a while, we're not going to click anymore. And so, and I am strong enough in my boundaries of this is what I'll tolerate. I don't want to tolerate that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to be surrounded by that. I feel certain about that. I feel confident in those things because it's important to me. And while it can be hard and kind of scary communicating that, you really need to focus on being 100% confident in those aspects of yourself, which you should be because that is who you are at the end of the day and you want those things to stick. So you should be able to communicate that to other people even when it feels scary and it opens up uncomfortable conversations at times. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're in a position where you're friends with somebody, part of this question was, would you stay friends with someone who doesn't have anything going for them or trying to make their life better? So if you're in this position, you have somebody in your life like that, and you have decided that's no longer serving you to be around that energy, I would simply start to create distance between us. And how I've created distance is getting really busy 
filling my life up with things that make me happy. So during this phase, when I kind of lost these two college best friends that I've been talking about, I had a lot more free time. I didn't have my girls go out with on the weekend. I didn't have people I was eating dinner with every night. And it was hard at first, but again, I was actively, one of them kind of dropped me and the other one I was creating distance from. And I was keeping myself busy by waking up at 6 a.m. and I would go and I would work out. And then I had this whole like hour to two hour long morning routine where I would do a bath ritual, I would journal, I would meditate, I was doing all these things. I would go to school. After school, I was filling my time building my business. And then I would go to yoga in the evening. Like I just filled up my schedule so much with things that gave me bright, light energy. And then there wasn't time to kind of entertain those things. Those people that you may feel in your life that don't serve you anymore, they might text you and be like, hey, do you want to go to this party? And you decide that that's not aligned with you. You can just say, sorry, like I have a yoga class that I'm going to. Or they're like, hey, can we meet up for lunch? Sorry, I'm working on this project right now. You know, and you can even just straight up have this conversation with them of, listen, I'm really focusing on bringing in higher vibrations into my life. I really am focusing on being around positive people that are wanting to grow and expand. And I would love for you to join me. Do you want to come to yoga class? Right. But you can't force people into that. So how I've always created this distance is keeping myself so busy with all of the right things that will get me to my next level. And eventually people will kind of stop asking, you know, you fall off. You're not as close. You're not hanging out all the time. And that is how I've created distance with those types of people. And when we do that, here's a beautiful thing. Like, how do you meet like-minded individuals? Well, you have to first have the energetic space for that. You need to have space for these friends that are going to serve you, that are going to make you leave hangout sessions feeling like you got value, you got energy, you gave energy, you gave value, you had a great time. Not that you felt like you wasted your time, they complained, you're drained, you're tired. You have to have the space for that. So sometimes that's out with the old and in with the new. So once you find yourself either cutting people off, they cut you off, once you set boundaries, you're distancing yourself, It goes back to this idea of keeping yourself busy with the right activities. You'll meet like-minded individuals doing like-minded activities. I made friends going to yoga classes. I made friends with my fitness instructors and ended up doing a a collab event when I lived in Nebraska with my yoga teacher and met people that way. I started to go and do coffee dates with other girls I saw who were blogging or wanted to do Instagram stuff or wanted to start a business. So it's really about putting yourself in those environments. And being picky about who you spend your time with. Even when I moved to LA and I wanted to start making friends, I joined Bumble BFF and my profile was super specific. I was like, I'm a business owner. I'm a spiritual girly. These are the things I like to do. And I made sure I only started conversations with girls on Bumble BFF that had similar interests, that they spent their time in similar ways that I did. So first, it's about having the space for new like-minded friends. Two, it's putting yourself in environments where you can meet those people, whether it's a workout class, a coffee shop, reaching out, literally reaching out and making friends on Instagram, get on Bumble BFF, but also being clear on the types of people you want to spend time with. Are you wanting to spend time with other women who are business owners? Are you wanting to like have a spiritual girly where you guys can go crystal shopping and then go book shopping? Do you want to have a friend who's like super Instagrammy and wants to set up cute picnics? What kind of friends do you want to have? Because that clarity will also help you manifest those things. 
And another thing I will say about this that I also say about dating is like be the person you want to date. Be the person you want to be friends with. You want to be friends with a Pinterest girly? Great. Go set up your own picnic by yourself. You want to date a guy who's going to take you to five-star restaurants? Great. Go alone. Sit at the bar. Start to create these experiences because when you're in those environments doing those things, you're going to attract people like that. If I was going to going on a walk and I saw a girl with a cute picnic setup, I would walk up to her and I'd be like, this is so fucking cute. Like, are you just having lunch alone? Where'd you get the inspo for this? Where did you get this picnic blanket? Like, you'd be surprised at how willing people are to approach you when you're putting yourself in like an approachable position, if that makes sense. I want to address the last question here of how do you deal with people who don't respect your boundaries? The beautiful thing out of this is if you follow this game plan and start to put these things in motion, you will be manifesting people who do respect your boundaries. For example, when I redid kind of the the friends I had in my life, my friendship structure, and I had certain boundaries in place, my friends always respected that. For me, I went through a phase where like I would book up my Wednesdays for work and all my friends knew like don't bother Michaela on Wednesdays. Like Michaela is working, it's Wednesday. And they would knew if they texted me, they would hear back from me on Thursday. They always respected that. And the times I've dealt with people that didn't respect my boundaries, I started that exact process of creating distance and no longer allowing them to be a part of my life. But I will say, if somebody breaks a boundary once, I typically will give them a second chance of like, hey, I didn't like that. That broke this boundary. This is something that's important to me. This is something that's going to be important to our relationship, whether that's a friendship, relationship, family, whatever. Like I can't have this happen again. And this is why this is what I would like this to look like moving forward, right? Give them a second chance because sometimes it's genuinely an accident. People make mistakes. Maybe they didn't realize like you had a boundary. Maybe they didn't realize how important it was to you. Granted, people should always respect your boundaries regardless of quote unquote how important it is, but you know, whatever. So I typically give people a second chance. And then if they break that boundary again, that's when I really start to distance myself because I'm like, this is just not okay. I deserve to people in my life who do respect my boundaries. And if you don't respect my boundaries, you don't respect me. And one thing that I like to think about this as well is for the people that don't respect your boundaries, I am really big on self-accountability. So I ask myself why that is. Granted, sometimes it's just them not respecting your boundaries, right? But it might be a learning point. Why is this person not respecting my boundary? Is it because I am breaking my own boundary? Like, let's take my Wednesdays, for example. My friends know, don't hit me up on a Wednesday. Let's say on a Wednesday in the middle of the day, I FaceTime one of my friends. So then the next week, they just randomly call me on a Wednesday and they quote unquote break that boundary. Well, they're going to feel like that boundary isn't so strict because I just FaceTimed them last week, you know? So are you breaking your own boundaries? Do you need to tighten up your boundaries so that other people take it more seriously? That can be part of this too, because we are always leading by example and teaching people how to treat us. So look at how you're treating yourself first. Look at how you're treating your boundaries. Evaluate if there's work that you need to be doing. And then if not, make sure you have a conversation with them. If they can't clean up their act the next time around, start the process of distancing yourself. Because again, you deserve people in your life who are going to respect your boundaries, who are going to respect you, and also understand the importance of boundaries because boundaries are done out of love. 
if it's like having a boundary of, I don't see people, I don't hang out with people until I've done my journaling for the day. Like I have to take care of myself first before I can take care of other people. That's a boundary out of love. So I can show up as my best self. That's why we do boundaries to show up as our best selves. And if there's somebody in your life that doesn't see that, that's no longer somebody that is serving you. Okay. I know all of these things are really hard and they're sensitive because we love the people in our lives and we don't want to hurt their feelings. We also don't want our feelings hurt. And if you feel like you're going to these hangout sessions so drained and it's just dragging you down, that is hurting you. And I want you to love yourself enough to spend time with people who are uplifting, who are energetic and who are inspired. You can meet like-minded people all over the place. Put yourself in those environments. Join Facebook groups. This is why, like, especially during my um, spiritual awakening, I joined a lot of group coaching programs, and I'm still friends with lots of those people today because I wanted to put myself in rooms with these women. I went on retreats. I joined programs. I worked with, like, coaches that I still have relationships with, you know? There's so many ways that we can reach out and do these things. We just have to be creative about it. Literally, like, Bumble BFF. There's so many friends friendship apps now. Like look up a TikTok girly in your like in your city and ask her to get coffee. I know it can be awkward and scary at first, but think about what's on the other side of that. That could be your future best friend, that could be your future bridesmaid. You have no idea as long as you have the space and the clarity of the people you want in your life, you really have nothing to lose, okay? So I hope this helps. I hope this answers your question and has given you some good guidance on how you can be in alignment with people that are going to serve you that you can also equally serve so you guys can both be manifesting your next level selves. So if you guys loved this episode, please give it a share over on Instagram. I really pride myself on bringing you guys valuable content every single week. So it means so much when you share it. Uh, and tag me over on the gram. But with all that being said, I'm going to send you off into the weekend to be manifesting those spiritual BFFs, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review. I love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section, so don't forget. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.